Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline Bailey. Super excited to have you guys here if you've been listening since the beginning or are a new listener and are loving the show. If you could leave it a five-star review and write a written review on Apple Podcasts, that would be super, super appreciated. And on Spotify, you can also leave a review now, which is cool. So that would be helpful as well. But really on Apple Podcasts would really help me out. Um, And if you listen to an episode and, you know, you really relate to an experience or, you know, a friend would really resonate with this episode, you know, put it up on an Instagram story, tag me, that helps more people find the show. Or, you know, send it to a friend that you really think could relate to one of my solo episodes or really relate to one of my guest episodes. Um, That would mean a lot to me. So, yeah, share the show, share the good vibes, share, share all the things. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm super excited to have you guys here with me. Just in general, what we talk about on this show is as the title says, finding your freedom. So it's all about freeing your emotions, freeing your true self, freeing yourself sexually and freeing yourself from all these past beliefs that were created in childhood and all these beliefs in society that hold you back. And, you know, even while you're just starting the process and you are a work in progress, working towards that highest version and freest version of yourself. So that's what the basis of all these conversations are, are a guide to help you free your own life and to find freedom in your relational life. And since the beginning, pretty much the beginning of 2022, it's been pretty relationship focused. (laughs) I think it's going to be Some more themes that are going to be explored this year as well are going to be creative businesses and money work because I think those are themes coming up for me. So I'm definitely going to be talking about those and relationships a lot. And as always, if you're interested in any particular guest or topic, you can email me or send me a DM on Instagram. My, you know, Instagram is always in the show notes. And if you go to my Instagram, you can find my email there. Um, I can also put my email in the show notes if you are not on social media, but yeah, any business updates? I am still doing tarot card readings and looking for other coaching clients for three to six month containers and kind of the three areas I'm fine tuning that I'm doing coaching on are kind of generalized life coaching for transitions and kind of transforming your life and limiting beliefs, then specifically kind of coaching on creativity, entrepreneurship, like putting the pieces together to kind of leave nine to five or, you know, cultivate these creative passions. And then the third thing is coaching around sexuality. So, kind of help you work through and maybe say out loud things you've never said about your sexuality, you know, talk through and process to what extent you feel comfortable, maybe sexual trauma or just micro incidents that started to shape the way you show up in sexuality and how can you be 
more authentic in your sexuality. And I think in our sexuality, we think, oh, if I'm all healed and I'm being authentic in my sexuality, it'll be so hot and crazy and wild. And being authentic in your sexuality, it does mean that you experience more pleasure, but it also means you experience more pain. It means sometimes you could be having sex and you use your voice and you say that this doesn't feel good or you cry or whatever is real and true and coming up for you. So those are kind of the areas that I'm doing some coaching and yeah, I'm doing the alignment calls that are more a kind of short-term three-week follow-up type of deal. So look at the link in the show notes if you want to check any of those things out. As far as life updates, man... (laughs) I was just re-listening to my transition episode and I'm like, life has been throwing me for a curveball the past year and a couple months. I mean, this has been this has been the longest transitional period I've ever been in, and I usually feel very tuned in and locked in and connected spiritually in my trust. And this time has been testing me. It has been testing my trust. And I had a designated kind of date when I would be leaving and that's kind of fallen away. And then um, there's just a lot of noise in my life right now that makes things very unclear on the direction I'm heading. And I, I feel like simultaneously while trying to rebuild my own life, I'm learning a ton about relationships, which is amazing, but also um very triggering and very confusing so it has definitely been a lot and I know I have an episode which maybe I can link in the show notes I want to do another one because I am feeling inspired but I had an episode on you know how to take care of yourself when the world is falling apart but I want to do an episode about maybe there is an episode let me see if there is I will link this about like when you feel out of alignment, how to come back into alignment. I'm pretty sure I did one last year, but I think that is a big theme for me. And I've been reflecting and thinking about this today that my whole life I've known that I really need a a, kind of a lot of alone time. Like I really need my community time, but I also really, really need alone time in my own energy. And if I'm not taking that time, you know, my podcast suffers, my social media suffers, you know, me as a person, I don't feel as strong and confident and all these things. And it, it's been something I've resisted a lot of my life and resisted communicating with people. And I really feel the effects when I'm not taking that time for myself. Um, so I've been reflecting on that today. So today, that is just your reminder to take time for yourself when you need it. Tune into yourself and really listen to yourself and your intuition. I'm going to say one more thing and then we'll get into the content for today, but I will be doing an episode probably in a couple weeks. Next week, I'm going to be taking off the podcast because I'm getting my wisdom teeth out, Um, but I will be doing an episode in a couple weeks on fear before a leap. So all the fears that come to the surface before you move forward um, 
to the next phase because there are so many fears that have been coming up for me, like every possible fear in the world. And I've experienced this before. So much comes up. And then once you get to the next thing, it's like, oh, this was the right decision. And even with my decision with Boston, which, you know, some could be like, that went wrong or whatever. Like that was totally the right decision for me to go there. Um, but the amount of fear I felt before was so hard. And just because it's the right or the intuitive decision to go somewhere doesn't mean like when you get there, there won't be any hassles either. So yeah, I will speak all to that next, next solo episode I do. So I'm excited about that. But today I really wanted to talk about like conflict and relationship and communication. And, you know, this is really in friendships and romantic relationships and Honestly, I think I could get better in friendships talking through these things more and being more open. Um, But it's hard in friendships or romantic relationships or with your family to, when something has hurt you, to bring it up and to talk about it. And I think, especially with romantic relationships, because so many of our wounds come up, It's really easy to think of conflict as something that is so scary because when someone does something or when there's something to talk through, that's a time to be kind of firm in your boundaries and what you deserve and desire. And the scary thing is when when you have those hard conversations you're broken open in honesty and breaking, being broken open and honesty is either, you know, either bringing you closer to the person through this hard conversation or if you really speak up for what you need and what your needs are, there is the chance that that person won't be able to give it to you or you will see a side of this person you don't want to see. So I think it can be really scary to bring up hard conversations because that means you might lose someone else but you always have to be more scared of losing yourself than you are of losing another person you have to be invested in building that safety within yourself that it is always scarier to lose yourself than another person and you have to be so committed that losing yourself isn't enough isn't an option you know And all of this is so hard because, wow, I've really (laughs) dove into romantic relationships lately. And those things feel so fucking good. They feel amazing. And I cannot wait for to, (laughs) what am I saying? For myself to be in another committed um, relationship with someone that will be great. I love being in relationships. I love that closeness, but it it can be really hard to bring those things up because they feel so good and they feel kind of so addicting. And I'm just going to bring this up today because someone said this to me randomly today before I recorded this episode. And she said to me, the honeymoon phase only lasts so long 
and the things we compromised on or brushed under the rug only become our greatest resentments later in relationships or even friendships. If someone is really doing something that disrespects you and you're really loving this friendship and you never speak to it, you're going to really, really resent that person later. So that's why it's so important to to have these hard conversations. And I was really inspired to talk about this because I recently had a hard conversation. And I think when you need to have a hard conversation or when you're in a big relationship situation, um, you know, romantic or otherwise, I think it is really important to you know, get the support you need, but to sit with yourself and not allow other people's projections to affect you and how you show up and what is right for you. Because yes, if you're in like a toxic or abusive relationship, you need to bring up what is said with another person because it can be tough to get out of. But as well in relationships, You are the only person that knows the hours of time that are spent in that relationship, the depth that is there, the conversations, the tone in that person's voice. Like you're the only one that really knows what is best for you in that situation. And, you know, that has to be a person that's coming from a place of self-worth, a person that consistently connects to their truth, to their intuition and makes decisions off of what is best for them but you know what you need and I think something I learned from this experience recently is that a lot of people one (laughs) that a lot of women are very fed up in the dating scene that's one thing I've learned Um, but that people are really just very willing to throw things away before giving people the chance to have a conversation and I think as with everything this goes both ways I think sometimes I can have the tendency to give people too many chances and to force too many conversations and to not actually listen to the things that other people are saying when we have the conversations because of this perceived notion of how long I think this connection should last. So it's both. But I think as well, people people leave and make assumptions and put people into boxes before they really know the situation and that a lot of people are just willing to see a side of someone and to not give them the benefit of the doubt to talk through it. And I I think of myself in a relationship and, you know, we all have our different pain points and our different triggers and our different ways that maybe we react when something goes wrong and mine may not be the same as yours or the same as someone I'm involved with, but I would want someone to give me the benefit of the doubt that I'd gotten to know my character to... Yeah, give me the benefit of the doubt to at least have a conversation. And the thing is, you have to go into those conversations firm in yourself, firm in your boundaries. And if something comes up, able to say, 
hey, when you did this thing, this thing is not okay. I don't allow people in my life that act this way, that treat me this way. See their response. See if it's something they are willing to work on. And you go from there. Like I think in every relationship, it's it's always the balance of talk. Do I talk through it or do I let it go? And that all comes down to your own discernment. Because sometimes people hold on to things they really need to let go of and they hold on to it because they're trauma bonded or codependent. And then sometimes people are not willing to put in the work and something that they don't like happens and they just make an assumption and it's easier to just cut this person out of their life than to actually have a conversation and give this person a chance to apologize and give an opportunity for forgiveness, give an opportunity to go into a conversation with your heart open and express that someone did something that really hurt you. I think the easier thing is to just leave or to just ghost someone, which we know how common ghosting is in our society now. And another thing I kind of wanted to to emphasize with this is that it's really important to go into these conversations with your heart open. You know, you go into them firm in your boundaries, prepared that if this person treats you in a certain way or is not able to hear you or will not listen and validate your side, even if it's different than how they feel about the situation, that that you're willing to walk away from this relationship to uphold your self-worth, to uphold your boundaries, to uphold the standards you set for your life on who you allow in. And that is really important. So you go in with that base, but you also go in with the the act of revealing. You go in and you know, hey, I'm showing up for myself, but also I'm going to lay my full heart out here and say, when you did X, Y, Z, it made me angry. When you did this, I, my heart felt like it was breaking. And to just really feel and express that pain or that anger and to really stand firm in that and to come from a place of of your truth, of not shutting down, but being open in your heart of the rawness and the realness of that emotion and what that experience made you feel. And you doing that is either going to show you a person that can show up for your heart and your fullest expression, and honestly something that breaks you open more honestly to be more connected, or it's going to show you a person that will dismiss those emotions, that will invalidate your reality, and that will refuse to apologize. And either way, you either get closer to someone or you realize that is not at all a person you want to have in your life. When they have hurt you, that they would just dismiss that. And I'm not at all dismissing as well that when you see someone's true colors, when you thought that they were a different type of person, and they react dismissively, shaming you, that there's a lot of grief in that. Because there is a ton. 
but hard conversations, being vulnerable, not resisting conflict shows you a lot about a person. And not resisting conflict is also taking the time to sit with it on your on your own and not having conversations from triggered and reactive places. So, yeah, I think that's kind of the majority of what I wanted to say. But I, yeah, (laughs) I feel like I really went on a roll there. So I hope that was really helpful for you guys. And yeah, if you've had any situations of conflict in your life and how has that gone, kind of tell me more about that. And another thing I'll end off on is that we probably, if you are someone that is avoidant of conflict or has these fears of conflict, it's probably because you've had hard conversations with people that have done the things that I've said, that have shamed you, that have invalidated your emotions, that have turned it around on you, or just simply haven't apologized. And part of your reparenting and your relearning is realizing that not everyone is potentially like that parental figure that acted that way when you told them that one of their actions hurt your feelings. And you deserve to have people in your life you know, rewrite that script for you and be open and loving. And yeah, it's a beautiful thing when in friendships or relationships or with family where you can move through conflict and have hard conversations and, you know, rebuild trust and forgiveness and come out the other side of some really, really hard things, feeling more firm in yourself, more firm in the relationship and more connected because, you're more honest and you moved through something really, really hard and painful together. So I hope this episode helped and I'll be getting my teeth cut out next week. (laughs) Um, And then I will see you soon for a really amazing guest episode will be out soon and then an episode all about fear and transitions. So all the love guys, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and into Pisces season. Leave a review, send this to your friends, all the things. Sending you guys all the love.